welcome to the Lala Show. This is episode four of our weekly podcast about Chinese entertainment. I wanted to start off this week by、uh, kind of circling back to what we talked about last week about my Nanshan、uh, Weichun. I was on、uh, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and recently, this is unrelated, sort of unrelated to Chinese entertainment. But I've been following Kinjas, and Kinjas are an Asian American Ooh, dance group. Yeah, you follow them? Wow. Well, I know them. Yeah, of course, they were on America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah, so they're on、um, NBC's World of Dance right now. That's sort of unrelated, but basically, I was、um, on their Twitter, and they recently opened a studio in China, and Wei Chen was the surprise special guest at their studio. Oh wow! Yeah. So did he dance? Did he learn dance from them? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he was just there. Well, he was the special guest. <laughs> I I don't know. He's a he's,、oh. he does dancing, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he kind does of.、Dance. I'm sure he, he does, does dance.、Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well,、uh, speaking of Wei Chen, if you guys、um, haven't heard or haven't seen the Asia Asia Music Awards or Asian Music Gala. 呃，亚洲金曲盛典，哎，大赏盛典 ，something like that， 嗯、um, ，was aired this week， and、uh, he actually won 内地最受欢迎男歌手。Yay! Yay for my Nanshan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, though, there wasn't a lot of people there <laughs> to choose from. You know, if you haven't noticed the like. The、um, contestant list or area was not really full of people. Yeah, that was really <laughs> weird. It was、right? weird because, like, like it was weird because it seemed like in the beginning, like the seats were all full, and then afterwards, each each time they announced an award, they would pan to the seating area, and it would just be the winner of the award, and no one was sitting next to them. Exactly, it's like nobody's copying, nobody's actually like saying anything or giving them high fives. You know, it's kind of lonely. I wonder if they had just recorded all the segments separately and then mashed it together. I mean, I don't know, because like the, another weird thing is, I feel like a lot of Chinese award shows too, not just this one, but their winners are picked. Not, I don't know if they're pre-picked or planned or black, like you know, like there's Heimu or something, but there's never any nominations that we know of. Well, I mean, technically, that happens in all award shows. Like you already know who the winner is before the show. No, but there are nominations. At least other people、yeah. are being recognized for their work. Versus、yeah. here, it's like the winner is this person, and nobody else gets like <laughs>、yeah. a, not awarded, but nobody gets like noticed for their work. You know, at least、yeah. in, like American award shows, it's like okay for this category, you have all these people who did all these great things, but this person isn't a winner. But here, it's like literally, you're the winner. Congratulations, and then nobody's clapping for you. <laughs> I didn't know that was an anomaly because I don't usually watch that many award shows, and so I、It's、just an anomaly. Anomaly. Even in Korean award shows, they have nominations. Yeah. No, I mean, like, isn't an anomaly in terms of Chinese award shows? Like, in other Chinese award shows, do they have nominations? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because this one was not as big. I because there's a lot of award shows. There's like. MTV award shows, there's Youku award shows, there's all these different award shows.、Um, so I don't know, maybe this is new or not new. I, not really. Yeah, I don't really follow it. But even so, like especially in acting, like、uh, moving or film、mm-hmm. award shows, they definitely have nominations. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. And the hosts, the three hosts, were interesting choices. <laughs> 
I didn't realize there was another Yang Yang. I was really confused. Yeah, that too. I was like, wait, Yang Yang is not a very common name. (laughs) Is it? I don't know. I mean, that Yang Yang was, he was pretty good, but I just didn't, I was just surprised. Him was okay, and then Huang Zhao. I mean, I get it, he's, he's like a host in his right. And then Jackson, mm. I don't know, Jackson was the one that was just like, I okay, you getting views, you getting your got seven views. Yeah, his, I, his Mandarin is not that strong. And no, it, yeah, he kept reading from his um, little handbook, or his uh, notes, and didn't have any like kind of spontaneous things to say like if you were it was your native language you would have you know just random things to insert here and there but he kind of just followed the scripts you know yeah so it wasn't really surprising i speaking of jackson <laughs> yeah as someone who is a stan of jolin sai i understand the product placement endorsement thing um, <laughs> but his performance was just really strange like the pepsi commercial it was essentially a pepsi commercial where he was rapping about pepsi yeah that was i'm sorry and it was just it was just not it wasn't good it was like weird and out of place it felt really out of place it felt like he was trying to be really hard about pepsi exactly like it just it was not it was not meshing with the song it was not meshing with this performance and it was not meshing with this like this a show in general because everybody else was like singing really sad songs or being like you know what i mean like it was just it was so out of place yeah and then another thing about that show coco lee did a performance and she performed like a couple of her um really old songs that were really really popular back then Mm -hmm. and it was also kind of awkward it felt really outdated because the way that she was performing like it was kind of like the old school hip-hop vibe where they were wearing you know tracksuits and matching top pant and sparkles and glitters and she was trying to be all like hip-hop-y mm-hmm. i didn't think it fit her role and it fit like it didn't fit her image or her age to be honest it wasn't i don't know it was kind of just awkward is it like um, a, a trend now is the hip-hop look a trend m- maybe i'm really scared for that to happen <laughs> to be honest especially in china because they're so they're so not hip. I mean, I think the tracksuit thing has been around for a long time. Mm, well, they're bringing it back. With glitter. <laughs> what else from that show? Do you mm. remember? Oh, I was really surprised by XQ, uh, Shao Nian Tuan, because I didn't realize that they were... I mean, I realized they were a thing. They were on Happy Camp a couple of times, but... I don't know. I didn't realize they were that popular. Yeah, them and... I didn't also didn't realize that Sun H84 was so popular. 48, sorry. Was so popular either. I didn't realize half the people who got awards on that show were so popular. Yeah. So yeah. that's another thing. 90% of those people I have never seen in my life, never heard of. Yeah. And I just feel like they won because they had no other competition. <laughs> I mean, I think that it makes sense for like the newcomer awards if you've never heard of them. But then for everything else, it's a little, a little awkward. Weird, I don't yeah. Know who they are. It's very. But uh, Zhou Wei Xun won an award. I'm probably saying his name wrong. The actor from um, Addicted, the web series. But I don't know him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's uh, popular because he was um, in that really popular web series. But 
basically like an okay singer, but he's not great. What I think is interesting about him is that he's so popular even overseas because I feel like most Chinese artists don't get that popular. Like they they don't have much traction overseas. But he was like the first mainland Chinese artist to do a concert in South Korea, and he has fans there. I saw fan cams. It was really? interesting. Yeah, that's really crazy. I mean, I really I wonder why I I. I don't know who he is, but I think I saw his performance. Um, it was the one with the band, right? Yeah. I, and not really. It wasn't that great. His singing wasn't that great. His song wasn't that great. Yeah. So I don't really know his what his appeal is. Kind of confused. I think it's mostly because of that drama and because he's cute. You know? It doesn't <laughs> I've hurt. I've seen cuter. I've seen cuter. <laughs> I don't think he's either of our types, but, you know, I can see where he would appeal to people. I feel like this, this show, this show in particular is just trying really hard to be young and fresh and you know like staying relevant um there but there's no actual substance or big content and this is just very it's just about about staying hip it kind of made me feel old it kind of made me feel like i'm just i not think so hip. maybe maybe it's just this show is just dedicated to people like really really young who yeah. follow these artists and you know but there's no actual substance i feel like nobody was really I mean, there's no quality to it, you know? Mm-hmm. First and foremost, the seating, like, nobody yeah. was there. Nobody was, like, paying attention. And then, I don't know, and then the whole not getting nominations thing, I just feel like they were naming people just for the sake of it. So, you know, obviously it was just a concert for their fans. Mm-hmm. You know, if you saw, like, this um, off stage, it was just fans. Yeah, I was surprised that every single person who won an award was performing because... That's usually not the case. Like, you usually get, like, one or two performances in between, like, maybe five awards. Mm-hmm. But then it was, like, every every person who won an award did a performance afterwards. Yeah, that's why I feel like this was just, like, just basically a concert. I know the yeah. award means, like, absolutely nothing in the music world, to be honest. That's, I don't, I don't think so, anyway. Cause... I, I hadn't heard of it before. I hadn't heard of this award show before. Yeah, I think it might just be, like, a, like a concert. <laughs> You know, um, yeah. what? Okay, one thing that really, really disappointed me was okay. So the Yazo performance, the very last performance, the performance that everybody's supposed to be like wow over because it's Yazo. You know, mm-hmm. Yazo means like you know the the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was oh, I'm gonna say his name wrong. Xue Zhiqian. Is that how you say his name? Okay, him. Don't ask me. You know I don't know anything. <laughs> His name is very complicated, I'm sorry. And Tian Fu Zhen Hebe singing together um Yan Yuan and Xiao Xing Yun, which are two of the like the most popular songs mm-hmm. like this year, last this year and last year, right? Um and I was really, really looking forward to it because I saw it on Weibo. I went through it and I was like, oh my god, they're singing these two songs together. Cause Hebe did Yan Yuan, a cover of Yan Yuan on another show, um, Meng Shang singing or something. And it was like one of my favorite covers. And then, um, can't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sang Xiao Xing Yun together, which is that really popular song from that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like two of the really great songs and then them singing together. But they were so awkward on stage. Interesting. They had, they had zero chemistry. Oh, no. Like, Okay, Sui Zi Chen 
is <laughs> he was trying really hard to perform because Yen Yuan is kind of like the song where he's talking about like why are you acting like you love me just like let me go kind of type of song mm-hmm. so he's kind of like acting in that way like kind of like a weird like artsy fartsy mm-hmm. and then Hebe was she was at first she was trying to be very composed and sing it really in depth and serious you know mm-hmm. and then she saw him and then she was like trying to do the same thing where they like made make awkward interpretive dancing oh moments. my god and then it was like oh she's like oh it's not gonna work so i'm gonna stop and then she just starts doing it again and then every time she like try to look at him you know how when two people sing together they have to meet their eyes at one point right and yeah. like sing to each other yeah. it didn't happen oh no <laughs> It was oh, like every no. time she looked over at him, he wasn't looking. And then she did it a couple times where she's like like side-eyeing and then he's just like in his zone. <laughs> side-eyeing. <laughs> and then it was just so awkward. And the performance was not great because I've seen Hebe sing. I've seen her perform on, especially on Mongshan Sing. It's amazing. Like mm-hmm. she has a great voice. She has her very own unique like voice and Mm -hmm. performance style Mm -hmm. and none of that was executed in this performance it was really bad i mean i feel like because i didn't watch this part but then Mm -hmm. even hearing you say those two songs like even without like knowing what the performance looked like it sounds like Mm -hmm. a weird mismatch because those are two very different songs like emotionally (laughs) yeah yeah but i mean they broke it up obviously they did it first um, Yan Yuan, and then they got up on this like thing where they got raised up, you know, uh-huh, like one of those yeah. stage things. Yeah. Um, and then they sing Xiao Xing Yun. And then, I don't know, Sui Tzu Qian, murder his name. Is you should just, just do what I do and just go with their English name, Joker Shui. I don't know his, I, I don't know his English name. <laughs> his English name is Joker Shui. It used to be Jackie. Which oh, I is think it really? A- so you know him. I do. Because I feel like Jackie was a much more normal name, and then now his name is Joker, which is an awkward name. And he's just, now he's living it. Mm. He's living his name. He's Mm. very Joker-ish. Okay, so Joker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, his live performance wasn't great either. I feel like maybe, maybe it's that stage. Maybe it's the microphone. Maybe it's the sound of that stage. It's making everybody sound really bad live. Maybe. Maybe, because now I'm just questioning my whole hearing ability because Hebe does not sound like the way she sounded on that stage. It was very shocking to me. Yeah. And then, like, okay, so after I saw the performance, I was like, this is weird. And I look at the comments and everyone's like, oh my god, I love this. This is my life, my dream come true. Like, they've seen together these two songs. And I'm like, I get that these two songs and them two singing together would be a really great performance but that wasn't it yeah you know i felt like it could have been so much better like they need to redo this rethink this and be put up into like a bigger stage and a bigger audience and then really live up to that name i mean i think it also sounds like maybe they didn't rehearse maybe i really think so too like maybe they just did like their non-chemistry was just because that was the first time they saw each other that night Cause then I feel like when you like those things where you, when you're looking at the person you're singing with, you have to kind of know when that happens. Yeah, and it's so. just like, oh wow, it was because they were both on in their own worlds. Like Hebe was in her own like Shenmu world, where she yeah. was standing there being really beautiful and singing really beautifully, and then she, Joker was just being in his 
Joker world. Like he was, you know, performing his Yanyuan song. None, both of which were two different, complete performances, and they're just like mashed together. Yeah, that doesn't it's sound well. Such a disappointment. Out. I was like, I, I have such love for these two songs and these two artists that mm-hmm. this was such a disappointment. I was like, no. Yeah. This award show has got to go. <laughs> yeah. Well. Speaking of disappointments. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Uh. Well, I wanted to talk about、uh, China's Got Hip Hop. I mean, it's not super disappointing. I think some of the some of the judge like the judging choices were disappointing, but I'm not gonna get too far into them.、Um, what are things that I wanted to mention?、Mm, I was sad that Sunbai got eliminated, but then afterwards he was revived, and then、um, I was surprised by MC Hot Dog because. Uh, as you'll recall from our earlier conversations, I was never really impressed by MC Hot Dog because I feel like all the songs that I've ever heard of him, like from him, are like he's kind of joking, I guess. Like it's not、mm-hmm. serious rap;、mm-hmm. it's kind of funny rap, which you know has its place. But、mm-hmm. I didn't think it was—I didn't think it really qualified him to be a judge. But then、mm-hmm. um, after his performance this week, I was like, "Oh wow, that was actually really good and like meaningful and." So yeah, I've changed my mind about MC Hot Dog. Okay, cool. Maybe I sh- you should link that to me. Maybe I can change my mind too. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It was like an old song from like, I want to say like, maybe the late '90s, early 2000s. But it's like a、cool. classic, I guess, that I had never heard because you know I'm not、okay. that. I'm not that. I wasn't that into Chinese music back then. Right. Yeah, and then.、Um, Related, I have two related things to that. The first, and obviously they're about MC Jin because I really watched that show for MC Jin. But、uh, first, I saw that Tian Tian Shang Shang had re-uploaded a cut of when he was on the show in maybe like 2014,、um, mm-hmm. and they re-uploaded it this week. And everyone thought it was a new episode, but it was actually. I thought it was yeah, no because I saw、no. I saw it upload, and then they put the、um, the screenshot of his face, and I was like, oh, he he went on Tian Tian Shang Shang, and then you told me that it was a recap. I was like, what? Yeah, it's from. They should just like, invite him. It's from like two years ago. Yeah, I mean, they could totally just invite him again. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's telling that, like, you know, that show is really popular, and he in particular is attracting a lot of attention.、Um, mm. Yeah, and related to that is that、uh, at the end of episode three,、um, mm-hmm. he like they they ended on a cliffhanger that basically made it look like he was eliminated, which, I mean. I I like after I watched it, I didn't think he would have been because otherwise they wouldn't have edited it that way. And it's also just not a great decision marketing wise to eliminate him when he's attracting that much. Like, right. Like he's attracting a lot of views, but. Right. Yeah, but like the commentary before he was eliminated was like MC Hot Dog was saying like, oh, I would have. I think that there's too much English for like rap of China, which is valid criticism. But I、yeah. think that people were upset because. They hadn't made an issue of it before then, and they were making an issue of it. At they that did, point. though. They eliminated that one guy for not doing so.、Uh, so I they... think he's trying to pull it back because he did. That was one of the main reasons why he eliminated the people before instead of MC Jin. And now that I feel like it's valid. Um, I feel like it's valid in some ways, but I also think that if because if we're talking about rapping in dialects, he technically does rap in a dialect. It's just that it's less acceptable, I guess, or less、mm-hmm. palatable to a Chinese audience than, say, like Sichuan dialect or whatever.、Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, aside from all of that, the reason I bring it up is because uh, his fans got real pissed and started trolling people. <laughs> well, I mean, not trolling people, but so uh, Pan Weibo released a new MV last week called Coming uh-huh. Home. And okay. as a casual Pan Weibo fan, I will say that it is not his best work. I don't particularly mm-hmm. like it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it's very good, but. All of the comments are people saying, oh, I feel like the song has too much English in it. <laughs> oh my god, these fans. See, these <laughs> fans are funny. funny. People who take things too seriously are annoying. But these fans are funny. But it's fu- I think I thought it was funny. I don't think it was yeah. like mean or angry. No, just... like, but if they're going to be mean and angry, that's just stupid. But funny yeah. fans are funny. I thought that was funny. And then... <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I had to say about China's Got Hip Hop this week. But speaking of Will Pan, I'm still watching Woman Shanghai Ba, and uh, I saw so that. Shanghai Ba, I'm not caught up. I'm not caught up on the most recent episode, although I know oh, yeah. that Wuxin is supposed to um, visit him at Gongguo Yoshiha. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because Wuxin is super tone deaf, and so I don't. <laughs> I don't... Well, I mean, technically, you don't need tone for hip hop, but she's also she's not super rhythmic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like he, like she tries to like surprise him by pretending to be a contestant or something. So I'm. I doubt that. How I would, I mean, I would I love to know. see it, but it's like she opens her mouth and it's like ushing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I'm excited to watch it. I think it's gonna be cute. I still think they're really cute together. But I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about um, the week before when mm-hmm. um, they were in Thailand still because. Um, I know you haven't seen it, but then they're eating dinner together, and then Pan Wei Bo is like pushing her about how she seems to always have a wall and is not letting him in or whatever. Mm-hmm, and at mm-hmm. first she's like, "I don't, I don't feel like I do that. I don't feel like I have a wall up." And then afterwards he pushes her a little bit more, and she starts crying because she says like, oh my God. Um, "In the past like two years or something, every uh-huh. time she interacts with like a male idol uh-huh. afterwards, like their uh-huh. fans will like attack her on social media, oh which I think is so sad." It is very sad. It's actually I've seen clips of it happening, or like fans have pointed it out specifically. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know, but with everybody, but with Li Yifeng especially, when he was on Kuala uh, Dabing, like mm-hmm. uh, for a couple episodes in a row, like when he was continuously on it, mm-hmm. he and Wu Xing had a lot of like scenes together. Not scenes, but they did a lot of activities together. Yeah, and then I think that's when he they started got a hate. She got haters from the Yifeng fans. And then during one of the shows, like you could see her actively moving away from him, oh, or like no. fans were pointing it out, like oh, like watch this uh, from this time to this time. The Yifeng made her his way next to Wu Xing, and then she like moved away. Mm. Like it was like she her was just like physically trying to avoid any type of contact, yeah, because she knew that was happening, which is really sad. Yeah, and it sucks because it's like her job and not really fair but it's like, for why people. her like a lot of people i'm sure a lot of other hosts and like other stars are even more attached you know even more so with i guess them. she's a little bit more high profile because happy camp is like a pretty big show and nana is married already so she can do whatever she wants yeah but yeah it's like it really sucks yeah it know. does but uh, i mean that kind of i feel like now i feel like these two couples like Wang, uh, Pan Weibo and Wu Xing and then Wang Ou and Ming Dao they're like kind of similar now where the girls are all defensive and the guys are trying to melt their hearts by poking <laughs> incessantly 
<laughs> you know, uh, real you life know. advice for anyone listening out there. This is not actually a good strategy for a romantic relationship. It's yeah, not a good I foundation. Mean, yeah, seriously. At, at a point, both of the girls cry. They both cry because these guys are like emotionally, not attacking, but like drilling, emotionally drilling them. Yeah, and realistically, like they don't know each other that well. No, that's why it's like, that's kind of creepy that they don't know each other that well, and it's like the and then it's on TV and on screen that they mm-hmm. have to do this. It's yeah, kind of weird. And even if you do know someone really well, like you, you shouldn't push them so much on things that obviously make them uncomfortable. Like, and on screen. Yeah, I feel like that's like not respectful to them. I mean, I understand like from a viewing perspective why that like makes things interesting. Because yeah. obviously, like I mean, obviously we pay attention when people cry, but mm-hmm. I just don't think that it's good practice in real life. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, going into lovey dubbies, <laughs> <laughs> um, a new drama came out called Zui Lin Long. Uh, it features Chen Wei Ting, which I know oh, you're not yeah, a very big fan of, and Liu Shishi. And mainly mm. I'm watching this because of Liu Shishi and yeah, the mm-hmm. graphics of it is actually, the aesthetic and cinemato- cinematography is actually really nice um, for a Guzhongju because usually I think um, I read in one of the commentaries or whatever, but the director like specifically wanted it to be very dark looking. Interesting. Like, yeah, everything was kind of like the, the tones were really like dark and like a lot of blacks and a lot of, you know, dark colors and even the brightness you know, in comparison to other dramas where it's, like, super bright or, like, colorful, like, they, mm-hmm. they stuck with really simple things. The only thing I have to say with that is the hairstyles are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, they they look like, like, not spider webs, but sometimes some kind, kind of webbing or netting or wires crossed in their hair. It's it's very weird. But anyways, um, I forgot what the English name was, like, Lost Love in Times or something. Hmm. And then it's basically about Chen Weiting as like this prince um, who's trying to not get a revenge, but he's trying to obviously he's the prince who is wanting to be the emperor, right? Of course, and all the princes want to be the always, emperor. <laughs> yeah, always. Well, no, not necessarily. He's actually he's a prince that doesn't want to be the emperor, but people think he wants to be the emperor, so they try to get him killed. You know, fun. It's kind of fun. the running thing. And then Liu Shishi is a Uni. Which is like a witch, right? I don't know how uh, Asian in Asian times how they call that because it's like witches or sorcerers or what would you call that? Shamans, I guess. Yeah, probably some kind of shaman. yeah, some kind of magical being that can basically foretell the future or you know have a seer, powers. Huh? a seer, a seer. Yeah, but they have more powers than that. Like it's it's not like a shenyu, but like you know it. Like Usu. So it's like magic, basically. Hmm. Um that's what she is. And she base she is like the ultimate Unu, Sun Unu. So she has like the most powers, obviously. And per rules of the drama, the emperor or yeah, or Huang Si, anyone from the um what's Huang Si? I don't know. I don't know any of these words. <laughs> These are like real complicated, and I don't watch. The, uh, I don't watch the royal family. Okay. Anyone from the royal family cannot be connected to the Wu Wu Nu Zhu. 
Because、Why? they aid each other, they have a pact. They, they is that only a- in this drama, or is this in general? In this drama, I think in、okay. general too, but maybe、okay. in this mostly. I don't in this drama. I haven't researched ancient Chinese witchery. Oh, I mean, <laughs>、so. like, have you seen that happen in other in other dramas? Probably, yeah.、Okay. I mean, it makes sense because technically, these two, like the royal family and the、uh, tribe, they can't. They help each other, so their pact is that they. Because they're so powerful, they can technically wipe out the entire existence, right? They they、mm. they have that power to do so. So their pact is: well, we don't hurt you, you don't hurt us, but you aid us, you know. And like for the would you of, say hate us or aid us? Aid like a i d aid. Oh, I heard a t e aid. <laughs> no, they aid each other. Okay. To help humanity.、Mm. So、okay. they're working together is to help humanity, right? So if one person or one group of person is trying to harm humanity, is when the pact is broken and they kill each other. Okay. So, yeah, that is the plot. The okay. So first of all, it's only like eight episodes in. Eight episode hasn't even been uploaded yet, but it's they've already gotten married. Huh? This is the exactly see see. <laughs> <laughs> Even you are confused because this doesn't happen in natural drama life. It takes like twenty episodes for them to even kiss.、Um, but well, unless pa- unless it's an arranged marriage drama. But they wouldn't even kiss. They wouldn't even hold hands because they're conservative like that. <laughs> Wait, so are they kissing、um, and holding hands already? They got married. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, like, it could be like one of those weird arranged marriage ones where it's like. You get married because of a contract between your fathers. No, no, no. That's no, how no, Goong happened. No, no, so they got married within like the third episode, and the the like everybody's complaint was like, I don't understand where is this coming from. I how did they fall in love? The they met for two days, and、mm-hmm. he was he was、um, asleep for half of those days. Oh my god! Because he was hurt, he was injured. She saved him. He was injured, and he was in a coma for about a day and a half. And and then they met the next day, and then they also battled some other people. Within that time, they fell in love. You know、There、what this sounds no like? Romantic buildup, huh? It sounds like Romeo and Juliet, and all the reasons why I hate Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but there was no romantic buildup. Like the, there was no like eye lingering. There was no like let's talk about your childhood. Let's talk about your you know hearts. There was no you know none none of that. It was there's no buildup, and then all of a sudden it's like I'm gonna die for you. I'm gonna marry you no matter what. I'm gonna break this contract. I'm gonna I don't care about the royal family. I don't、mm-hmm. care about humanity. I'm gonna marry you. Sounds a lot like Romeo and Juliet. But it was like there was just no buildup. Like I have it was so confused. There's no buildup in Romeo and Juliet either. Honestly, I have so many issues with that with that play. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so then I see I'm one of those drama viewers that you probably won't want to watch dramas with because I'm actually really good at guessing things. Like, oh my god, I'm the same. I'm the same.、Twists. Yeah. So yeah. So within watching that, I was like,、mm, I see what's going on. It's like six episodes and. They're probably one of them is gonna get killed. Something's gonna happen. Time is gonna reverse. They're gonna travel back in time or something like that. And then the next thirty episodes is of is of them getting back together. Oh my god! That's I had that exact thought. And the next thing that happens, boom, she reverts time. <laughs> Great. Great. So yeah, she basically the next episode she like basically because like. At, well, their marriage obviously causes a lot of issues with you know humanity and the royal family and people trying to overthrow him. So on the wedding day, people are killing each other and ultimately going to kill him, right? 
Sounds about right. So, yeah. So she, as the ultimate Sun Wu Nu, like does this hocus pocus thing where she travels back in time, you know, to prevent then, him from dying. Prevented him dying. Prevent um, people from you know uh, rebelling. You know, so but, but in doing so, because it's such a big hocus pocus, she has to pay a very very big price, right? Does she turn so, old? No, that's never gonna happen. No one's gonna watch a show of Nilsa being old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be her journey to figure out how to become young looking young again. again. <laughs> okay, you should write a drama. That has probably been done. That's the reason why there's like all that fountain of youth, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways, so but this price that she has to pay is that her entire tribe is dead. <gasps> So, her, well, not the entire tribe, but like her tribe leaders and like her shifu are all dead. And she comes back to a world, which is, I think, a year before. Mm-hmm. So she goes back in time a year before. And then um, what happens is that the Uni tribe ha- is being um, accused of like treachery and rebellion. And they're basically being cast out. Mm. So now they're either dead or on the hunt to be dead. Wait, but going backwards in time, are all of the village elders now, or like, you know, the tribe elders, are all they, they're, they're all dead now? They're all dead. So now that she's in her now presence, which is a year before, mm-hmm. because she changed history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right now she's basically going to, obviously foreshadowing, she's going to be the leader of the tribe because she's so uni and the other elders are dead. Mm-hmm. Right, so whatever is left is this this like band of like little young Unu who are being sold as slaves. I think it's it's interesting that her going backwards means that they're dead in like the present and not in the future. But because mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean mm, I don't know, it probably changed something in the past that caused this mm, you know yeah. whole revelation. Like okay, well now they're being seen as these treacherous people who you know want to kill the royal family. So the whole royal family is putting out a APB against them. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's where we are now. And then the catch is that she can't remind anybody or tell anybody of what, you know, has happened. Because more people are going to die. Yeah, she's the only person that knows all of this and how she magically falls in love with the guy that she met for three days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she meets him again, obviously, and then... All of a sudden, again, they're being flirtatious and like da da da, you know. So I just felt like the romantic build at first was really non-existent, and for them to die for each other after three days of like battles and saving each other and being in comas is kind of weird. Do you think it's actually like the subject matter is, or the tone is actually darker than other historical dramas, or is it just like the the color palette? Um. I think it's just the color palette, but also just in, like, I mean, I can't, I don't want to say for sure that this type of drama um, has not been done before, because I'm sure there has been like uh, hints of witchery and like magic in other historical dramas mm-hmm. too, but I don't think this heavily, don't think it was ever like this heavily done where the male, the female lead is part of this tribe that is actually doing these things, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, I, I like it, though. I like this new palette, this new idea. It's very clean. It's very, it's modern. Mm. So. Interesting word to use to describe a historical drama. Yeah. yeah. 
well, contemporary. Yeah, artistic. It's artistic. Um, but nonetheless, the, the graphics and the CGI are still something that Chinese people really, really, really need to work on because dead horses have stitching on their bum. <laughs> Literally a scene, okay, so yeah, a battlefield scene where everyone's dead and there are dead horses lying on the ground and you you don't even have to zoom in to look. It's like oh blatantly God. there that they are stitching on their bum. <laughs> like, like, how do you not catch something like this? Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. Like, they really need to work on their CGI because a lot of the reasons why I don't watch a lot of the Xin, Xin Nu or like Xin, uh, like Tian Kong the like and like the really popular ones these days mm-hmm. because I hate the graphics they make me mm-hmm. cringe and just watch it like loses drama of it it loses the beauty of it when it's just funny like it's just sad yeah. you know so I really think they need to work on that it reminds me of Go Princess Go which is like a web series that was really mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. Ties of Fate or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> They had like no budget, and so then like yeah. their armor was like, it was like plastic. Oh my gosh! But that I feel like that they had an excuse. It was like a web series, and they had like yeah. very little budget. Yeah. So, also like sometimes it's even worse when you know like when things go wrong and they're noticeable when it's not even CGI. Like I'm remembering this movie that I watched with Wang Li Home in it, where there's this mm-hmm. one scene where you can see the extras looking at the camera. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was sure there's a bunch of things where there's like little loopholes that you can find, but but it's like when a country is so heavily dependent on these kind of dramas, because you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like the vampire themes in a, in Western culture, right? Yeah. Like a lot of things are vampire based now, um, but like mythology and you know this kind of stuff in Chinese culture is very big, and still haven't figured out how to CGI these things is. I don't know, like, how long is it going to take, bro? Like, I just want to see a good graphically made drama. How hard is it? I'm sure it's hard, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, because the country is dependent on these type of dramas. I think also it's kind of like sometimes the quality varies very drastically because, like, I think they do some pretty good CGI for some projects, especially if they're like contracting out to like American movies or whatever mm-hmm. but it's just for some dramas it's not the best no especially with dramas so I mean dramas you have like a different kind of budget and different needs so it's also understandable in some ways I guess it just makes me cringe yeah <laughs> okay yeah that's what I have to say about that drama but I will be watching because I actually really like those the only thing I would say those is that her characters seem to be too similar to each other. From her characters? all of her other characters before, like, all of her um, other dramas that she's acted in, they kind of have a similar pattern where, like, she's, like, like kind of playful. Mm-hmm. Like, this playful little girl, but she's also, like, very, like, one row and smart and beautiful and, like, you mm-hmm. know, a nice girl. But she's like, has these p- playful aspects. Most of her characters have been kind of like that. So I don't, I don't know. Do you think she's a good actress or is it like, is it because she's being typecast or is it because she can only really play the same character? I don't know. Like, I don't, that kind of sucks to see that she can only play the same character though. 
But I, I feel like know. maybe it's also typecasting because she does it somewhat well. Yeah. I just think she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know she has the face for Gu Zhongju, you know? Some people just have that face, and yeah. it's, I don't know. And then Chen Weiting just always looks like he's a turtle. What? A turtle. Because he, whenever he's trying to be really intense, he, he pushes his neck super far out, and it looks like a turtle. And he's like hunchback and turtle like. Wow. And that's his intense dramatic face. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> so i mean i i don't know about the whole acting in this drama but i'll keep an eye out i'll see how the plot plays out because that whole first couple episodes of no romantic build-up has gotten me disappointed so far but and then it kind of built back because i knew that was the plot twist was gonna happen yeah yeah okay so we'll keep you updated well yeah keep me posted I forgot to talk about Superboy, I realized. Um, mm-hmm. And this week, my favorite international model guy got eliminated, and I was really sad. Well, he wasn't. He's what not is a, this international model guy? Huang Rongsheng. He's uh-huh. the one who's not very attractive, but has really intense cheekbones. Is he good? He's not bad. Like, he's, I, he's like pretty good. He's not on par with like Wei Xun, but he's not a bad singer. He actually did a really good cover of Say Something. Um, hmm. And I think, like, you know, when we talk, I, I've talked last week about how I don't think that Yang Chi guy should be singing songs in English because he doesn't pull it off well. Versus International Model Guy did pretty well, and it was a pretty good hmm. cover of the song. And I was just really just like, so he's like a good mentor figure to everyone else there. And so it's yeah. really sad because people were really sad to see him go. The guy who can't sing was finally eliminated, but it was because he got so emotional about International Model Guy getting eliminated that he get, kind of gave up. What? Yeah. This is This is weird. This is like a drama. This is not a competition show anymore. This is like a reality show. Well, I mean, technically it is a reality yeah. show, but it's it's like a drama. <sighs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Like, because they don't really play up the drama. They didn't play up the drama a lot before. But then this week, basically, he... So International Model Guy and Yang Ji are, like, they used to be, like, really good friends, like, Shungdi. And then mm-hmm. this episode, they apparently now have beef with each other. So then Yang Ji challenged him in the duels. Uh-huh. Yeah, Yangji won by four points. And Yangji mm-hmm. is like, or four votes. And he his performance continued to be underwhelming and, you know, just not very good. It's the same thing over and over again. He's not a very good singer. He's not a very good rapper. He's not a very good dancer. He did all three of those things. And he <laughs> somehow beat International Model Guy, who actually sang really well. He sang like a pretty hard song. He sang a Wang Fei song. And oh, wow. he, so he lost by like four four votes. And then afterwards, he went up against this like the, the bland guy that I always forget about and he lost by one point and so he was eliminated so it was really sad wow yeah I mean I can see the heimu of it all yeah but I think next week a judge is, pro- is like according to the previous a judge is gonna call out Yang Ji for always doing the same thing a judge who which one I don't remember it's not it's not Xiao Zhu it's like either Chen Wei or Li Jian. I think Chen Wei. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so that know. happened. I'm over that show. <laughs> I'm still watching it, but I, I, I don't. I don't. It's kind of like I just feel like I'm captive audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what are your recs and recs for this week? Do you have any? Because I don't. I have a rec. 
a recommendation. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's yeah. misleading. Um, but I have a recommendation. It is a song by Eve I called Waterfall, and it's pretty good. So I'll Who's post Eve I? She's a Taiwanese singer. Do you know the Chinese name? No. Even if I did, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it. You know that. That's fine. We can link it. I'll link it. So, well, I it killed Xue Zichen's name like a thousand times today, so... I mean, it's only fair that that happens to you once when I do it every episode multiple times. He just has a really hard name, and I keep getting like it backwards. Okay, whatever. Um, but I guess not a, I don't have a record rec today, but I think I want to keep up with the new show that Hunan Waste has put out. It's called Zhongguo Tanting. Zhongguo Tan. Yeah, Tanguan or something like that. Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. um, where they have celebrities in Thailand trying to sustain a restaurant. I don't know. It's a really weird concept, but I'm going to follow up with it and then see where it goes. Why Thailand? I, I don't know. I think, well, I don't know, but it's like they're the only Chinese restaurant in that area and they're carrying to tourists. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if that was meant to be or they just picked the place because it has a beach. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. It's just a weird concept, but it's first episode air on Saturday. Um, so we'll see. Alrighty, keep us posted. Cool. Well, thank you for listening to our fourth episode of The Lala Show. Um, follow us on the Lala Show at Tumblr.com and also on Weibo. Uh, it's called Lala Show in Chinese. Then I know how to put it in English. But we will keep posting and updating every Saturday. 